Alright guys, episode 4 or 5 of Business Sports and Bullshit. I got a new guest on tonight, Travis Grimes. He is a huge Lakers fan, so we'll be speaking. What it do, baby? There he is. (laughs) Oh, oh, preemptive. Fuck you, Kawhi. Yeah, nice Uh, middle finger to you, friend. Yeah, so... Obviously, huge news yesterday. Um, you know, with the whole Kawhi Leonard decision late last night. Late last night, Paul George coming too. What are your first uh, thoughts, man? Well, I'll tell you what. I had zero expectations of him going to the Clippers. Mm. We've talked about this before. I laid out countless examples of why I thought it was ridiculous for him to go there and how it didn't make any sense and. I don't know if it was me convincing myself that there was no way that he was going to go there. That seems to be your thing. It definitely does. I try to find ways to justify <laughs> things in my own head. But at the same time, it also made sense to me. So when I said it, it sounded right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things for me was why would he go there? I mean, he is definitely all into this load management thing. Like the medical staff in Toronto was very much... I can't think of the word, but they were very much into, for lack of a better term, taking care of him and making sure that he got his time. But when it came down to it, I thought to myself, you're not going to be able to do that in the Western Conference. You're going to have to carry the team. You're going to have to play all 82. I mean, Lou Will is great, and Montrose Harrell is a super great young stud. There's all sorts of great talent. Uh, Pretty good talent with great coaching. I felt that was on the Clippers. So I always thought it was ridiculous. So last night I was actually at work and I saw the news on my Twitter and I'm just like all upset, but I'm not that mad. I'm just like, whatever, dude, we're still good. But then immediately after, because I have obviously I have Adrian Borjanowski on my Twitter notification. Shout out to him. Shout out to him, but fuck him at the same time. <laughs> he, uh, he, he he dropped the bomb. Oh, quiet shoes in the Clippers. And I felt like the way he worded it was a little bit of a middle finger yeah, to yeah. Lakers fans. Always. Just the way he said it. I was like, whatever, dude, fine. Yeah. But what really got me was immediately after the Paul George news yeah. of all those unprotected picks. Mm. And it just, then it all came together. Yeah. It came together while we were waiting. It came together why he would actually choose there. And it, it really bummed me out because like, wow, we're not even like the favorites anymore. What do you think? Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I feel like based on what we all talked about today, me and you, um, the NBA is at a very good place. I was never... And like you've heard in the last couple of podcasts, the two of you that have listened, I was never a super big <laughs> All fan. All both of you. All <laughs> both of you. Shout out Thomas. I know you're going to listen to this, my man. Thomas um, and Daniel's mom, the only two people. Yeah. No, she was not. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just feel like there's a good split of power. Everybody's got two superstars roughly, and that's cool for the NBA. I don't remember a time that it's been like this. There's there's so many superstars in the league right now, but they're split up. Exactly. Right and that's cool, you know? And I don't feel like it would have done any favors for LeBron's legacy or Kawhi's legacy. So for that, I'm grateful. I'm nervous too at the same time, you know, and that's that's pretty much what I can say about it. Yes, know? definitely those nerves are there, but you also have to think. <laughs> This is where you and I disagree when it comes to the whole legacy concept. Yeah, probably. I mean, also, yes, it's great for the NBA. Parody's cool and all. I love the idea of not knowing who's going to win. It could literally be about eight, nine different teams that go and win the chip. Easily. This year. That's fucking wild. That's super tight, and it definitely makes the actual regular season and playoffs more intriguing. But Mm -hmm. I just – the idea of a villain. You know what I mean? The idea of a villain, these super teams, because obviously if you're labeled as a super team, Mm -hmm. you become the villain. 
Yeah. You're the team that all the NBA teams want to circle on their <clears> schedule. You're the team that all these guys are looking forward to beat. There's obviously some sort of narrative that is created around one of two or three of the superstars to make you the villain. This year it was obvious, or not just this year, the last three years have obviously been Kevin Durant for, you know, joining the team that beat him when he was up 3-1. And then in the past, it's always been LeBron James for joining up with his buddies and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, the villain concept is definitely something I really like for the NBA. For sure. And having that been said, yeah, the idea of parody is cool and all, but... Think about it. When Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, you figured they're going to win every year until they decided to split up. Yeah, they won two or three, just like the Heat. We I thought know. not, and that won. felt like forever too. Like, uh huh. It just seemed like, oh god, are the Warriors done yet? You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three of the last four, they won. Not even a big deal. Like, Kevin Durant on the Thunder seems like ages ago. We almost forget that he was there. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's that's I think is really fun for the NBA, like having that villain. But yeah, I agree with that. And I also, know, ooh. you brought up that point today. That's why, you know, I I didn't get a chance to think of it. But when you brought it up, I totally agree. But I also feel like this is a fresh and new concept. Like, they're not being that villain necessarily. I mean, who would be the villain right but now? But what about a fresh and new villain? I mean, shit, the Lakers have literally had the worst record in the NBA over the last six seasons. Yeah. So if they came in as the villain, it'd be a new team for everyone else to hate. And this time, I wouldn't hate them. I would love them because they're my team. Of course. So in a way, for me, obviously, it's very you know productive. But I guess for the rest of the league too. I mean, people love to hate the Lakers, anyways. It's yeah. not just this year. They they love seeing them down. They yeah. love seeing them fail, and that is something that I think is also good for the NBA. But these parody seasons, you know, maybe next year there'll be a super team. Maybe something will come up. But these parody these parody seasons are good for the NBA. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, obviously, aside from the Kawhi decision, which is, you know, given good balance between the NBA overall, there's a lot of other East and West free agency moves. Um, what were you, what did you think? I mean, who who made out like a bandit? Who sucks? And what are the free, what is the uh, playoffs going to look like next year? The playoffs looking like next year? Who knows? Dude, the Western Conference, me and you were looking at this, the whole entire Western Conference before we started. That's pretty wild. I mean, you look at the eight playoff teams out already. Golden State, Denver, Portland, Houston, Utah, OKC, San Antonio, and the Clippers. Those are the top eight seeds in the West. Yeah. Those teams all improved except for Oklahoma City. They all improved. Utah looks like a huge sleeper to everybody. Mm-hmm. Houston's still Houston. Portland kind of upgraded. I really like Hassan Whiteside. I mean, if he can Definitely. get his act right. Yeah, Denver's no, still – yeah, Denver's still Denver. Who knows? Maybe Michael Porter will actually, you know, get his knees right and play. But Yeah. yeah. I mean, keep in mind, too, Portland's got uh, – who's their center? Nurkic, that's what I'm saying. Nurkic is coming like, back. They as made well. it to the Western Conference Finals without their – And got swept. Third, but yeah, I mean, that wasn't a good look. But, like, yeah, dude. Dame's only gonna come harder with the chip on his shoulder. Dude, Dame like, is my guy. CJ oh. was looking nice all year. Like, yeah, and no, CJ was Guys, looking nice in the playoffs. Preemptive note here: we we went to a Lakers game. Oh my goodness, it's two years ago. Prior to free LeBron, LeBron. we can't yeah. afford LeBron tickets now. But like, we were at a point in the season where we started to fucking be rolling, right? Like Lonzo's playing good, Ingram's doing his thing, and we went to a, a Lakers Portland game. And Travis's brother, shout out Sam Grimes. Gave us these fucking sweet seats. Only made us pay like a hundred bucks, but we know damn well they were like three fifty. And you know damn well Daniel didn't pay him back. I, <laughs> he didn't ask me to. So <laughs> he didn't help. He didn't. He didn't ask, ask you to pay me. your share. Therefore, you don't. No, have, oh, no. Okay. I told him. 
Hey, I can only afford one fifty. Got to take care of your own finances, That's I guess, what I'm right? Saying. Okay, so, anyways, we're we're beating them by like fifteen going into the fourth. Feeling maybe nice. Was it fifteen going into the fourth? I think Dan dropped literally twenty. We were up by fifteen going in into the fourth. fourth yeah. So this was a game, and I, it's like one of the games he's pretty known for. So I'm kind of proud that we were there, but. This dude was just jacking up threes from fucking damn near half court, like super far out. Lonzo was in his eye, and Lonzo, was, obviously we all know, is a good defender, but he was getting shit on. And I was like, this guy is for real. You know, we were drinking a lot of beer. I mean, we knew he was for real before, but we never knew he was for real in real life. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it just, it just gave us that great respect for him. So, super proud of him for getting. Big fan of Portland. Big fan of Portland. If there was one guy to shit on my Lakers while I was there, I'm glad it was Dane. All right, all right, let's reel it back in real quick. So, all right, so Western Conference, let's start there. We talked about the teams. We got the Warriors were number one, Denver number two, Portland number three. Shit, Denver was number two. That's crazy. Yeah, they were one game back, too, weren't they? Yeah, uh, three. A couple games. Houston number four, Utah number five, OKC six. We agree they're going to go out. Seven, uh, San Antonio, and eight, the Clippers. Who's falling out? Is there a team? Is there multiple teams? And who's coming in? Obviously our Lakers, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Who do you got? I think – all right, let's take a look at the actual playoff teams before. I think Utah, who is a five seed, yep. and only two games back from not even making the playoffs. Mike Conley is the unknown stud. He's, he's the guy that – the all-star list all-star. Oh, yeah. Like, he's the man. And they added him to go with that that's team. So nice. And they got Bogdanovich. Yeah, like, that's... that dude's a solid three-point shooter, great finisher. So I where mean, does that take him? I think Utah's going to finish upwards towards – Two three, yeah. I could see. All right. I think. All right. So what I see. Gold, three. All right. Golden enough. State's kicking down. I think Golden State's gonna fall to five six, maybe even seven eight. We'll see how the I whole D-Lo experiment works. We'll get that into a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I love the idea of Utah moving up to two three. Not necessarily one. I don't know if they're one material, but they're up there. They're they're solid. Yeah, yeah. They're San up Antonio's there. get crazy. San Antonio dude. just signed Demar Carroll to a three year deal, mm-hmm. and they're getting a healthy Dejounte Murray, who's a great young stud. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, I mean, dude, looking at this conference, Jesus. scary. Sacramento was one game out. Or, no, there were more more than one, but they were close. They were nine. They were nine. nine. All right, fair enough. They were nine, but they're tight, though. Yeah, Yeah, no, they're good. Like, De'Aaron Fox is the You damn near went 500. Exactly. I'm a fan of De'Aaron Fox. Marvin Bagley definitely came on at the back end of the year. Buddy Heald's obviously Buddy Heald. He does what he does. I love their team. I love – you know what? Real quick, going off the jazz because you're going, you're bouncing all over the place, and I respect it. I but it's hard not to. I know there's so many good teams, but like think about the jazz. Gordon Hayward was their big guy, right, for several years. Him and uh, their center, I'm blanking on this. Rudy name, Gobert. Right? Rudy Gobert, and they were like, we've got to keep this guy in play. Like we got to keep him with us, and they weren't able to secure him or even trade for assets after that. Yeah, the funny thing, hold on, on, backtracking. The thing about Gordon Hayward, too, Gordon Hayward never wanted to be there. When Gordon Hayward got his restricted free agency about four years ago, he signed with another team. I can't think of who the team was. I think it was a team in the East. But he signed a max offer for another team. He wanted to leave. You didn't, like, that's something that that slept on. He signed a max deal somewhere else, and Utah matched it. So Gordon Hayward never wanted to be there. So they succeeded pretty well with a dude that did not want to be there. Valid. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, here's the deal. Like, that was your best guy you've had in, in several, several years. Like, you're not a, 
a great franchise by any means. I don't know if they've ever won a championship. Yeah, right? Utah. I don't hate, think they have. They obviously haven't. Utah hates black people, and the NBA is ninety yeah, percent black. So shit, how man. in the world? Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. Done hell. So regardless, like. I thought once they got rid of Gordon, like they were fucked for several years, but they really picked it back yeah. up within one or two years. No, one year. No, the next Mitchell year, was the sick very that next, next year. year. Yep. They wonder. traded up to the number 13 pick to get Donovan and right back in the playoffs. <laughs> That's wild. Joe Ingles, think, UPS extraordinaire. That dude's that, out man. there just. Do you think Donovan Mitchell was a little bit salty about it? About or what? Not, not Donovan, Gordon? Was a little bit salty I don't about think Gordon. Gordon, Gordon did not want to be there. Gordon wanted to go be with his little butt buddy Brad Stevens. He wanted to go be in his big market. I mean, whatever. Like, I get it. Teams well, leave, guys leave. I mean, he was nice on Utah, and I have not seen that same player. And if it wasn't for that, Boston, exactly. If it wasn't for that snap, like things might have been a lot different. We don't yeah. know. Like, he still could have been that guy. I know that was. We'll insane. get to the East in a second okay, though, because okay. I want to talk about. Yeah, that. yeah, the West. So, all right. So, OKC's falling out due to lack of Paul George. It looks like Russell Westbrook's going to be requesting a trade. You know, we were we were jumping onto that a little bit earlier too. Not in this podcast, but me and Travis talking like, who the fuck would trade for Russell Westbrook right now? Nobody would necessarily has the assets or is close enough. They might though. without the assets. No, that's to the trade thing. for him. That's the thing. Russell Westbrook's contract in three years from now, he's going to be making forty seven million dollars. So his contract is bad enough to yeah. the point where I, I've been hearing stuff that Miami's trying to trade for him, and then if they had to add an asset like. I've been hearing that Russell Westbrook would have to be traded with an yeah, asset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily. That is the case. That, exactly. Not necessarily him being traded for the haul that Paul George got, but him being needed to – being sweet in the pot just to take his contract. I mean, because that's a different type of player, right? So, like, what, Russell's 31, 30? I think he's 30 on the dot. All right, he's 30 on the nose. Okay, so if Kyle Korver is 36 years old – I'm not too scared to sign him. Obviously, the contracts are looking way different. Yeah, but what I'm get, getting at is like he ages gracefully because he has a jumper, but Russell Westbrook is strictly explosive athleticism, super exactly. fucking fast. And what what does John Ireland always say about him? He's 100 miles an hour with his hair on fire. <laughs> right, that kind of guy. So once you turn 30, it's looking sketchy and you're falling off. So And it's not that's, exactly not just he's falling off, but he already is. And it's not. He already is. His free throw percentage, his first handful of years, 80, 85, 82, 83. His last year, his free throw percentage was 67. His oh. three-point percentage is in the 20s, low 20s. His field goal percentage is a low 40. This dude is becoming a shell of himself. A shell of himself. That was a nice kickout play. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so OKC's out. That brings the Lakers up. Where do the Lakers finish in the West next year? What do you think? Do you think they kind of coast it and then ride the playoffs high at the end? Or what? What? what how many wins? Ah, that's a tough number to put it on. But if you think about it, let's look at the actual roster right now. In my opinion, I would love to see Danny Green, obviously Boogie and, and AD and LeBron as a starter. But as a fifth starter, as me and my friends know, I am not a fan of Rajon Rondo. No. He's been brought back today on a two-year deal. I do not like him. I think he's a detriment to the team. His defense is horrible. He can't shoot, and he's a ball hog. He just yo-yos that thing on the perimeter till he finds something good. And he can't finish at the rim anymore. Like, he always tries that little right hook, and yep. it's like it either misses or somebody just swoops, like swats it. Like, he just looks like a dinosaur in the NBA right now, and it fucking sucks. Exactly. Right he's a 2009 point guard. He's yeah. not a now. This is a different league. Yeah. I would prefer Alex Caruso. He's not a guy who's obviously sure. – he's not going to take any kind of ball dominance. He's not – his usage rate's going to be low. 
He can hit an open three. He's not some elite shooter. Hopefully he can develop that. I mean, he is white. It should be in the <laughs> arsenal. And he's long and he's athletic. I mean, y'all saw that dunk he did. I think it was Golden State where he put yep. back just smoking all those dudes looking like That's Tracy crazy. McGrady. Yeah, a couple of us here too. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to see that. So we'll just go ahead and say Caruso because that's what I want. Regardless of what it will be, that right. is what I want. Caruso, Danny Green, LeBron, AD, and Boogie. That's a fucking legit lineup. God. With Rondo on the back end, we got Jared Dudley. Um, can we start with Kuzma? He, Kuzma. he is an outstanding player. Kuzma, yes. JaVale off the bench. And also, um, I don't know if we got another forward. Troy Daniels. Another forward. Jared Dudley's about 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, he's a combo guy. So he's the 3-4. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we don't need... And plus, we already got JaVale and Kuz. Those are one, those are four and five as they are. So, yeah. So there's our backup. So you know what? The only guy that I think will legit take load management time would be LeBron. Okay. And with a full offseason under his belt, with a sense of vengeance, and kind of, I think he's got a bone to pick with Magic Johnson, a bone to pick with Kawhi Leonard, a guy who was in his own building, a bone to pick with all these different, you know, critics and all these people saying that he's old and he's he's falling mm-hmm. off. I think LeBron's going to come back and have an MVP MVP type season next year. Dude, hot take. I think he's winning the MVP next year. I mean, I mean, but no, that's the thing. They always give the MVP to the best player on the best team. So if we get that one-two seed, it could be AD or LeBron, which yeah. I think would be, you know, excellent. And I don't think AD is going to take as many games off. And with that veteran team led by LeBron James, not having to necessarily bang the way he did last year. Yeah. I could see that team going 3-4. Call me optimistic. Call me a homer. Call me what you will. But looking at this, like, I see that happening. Mm-hmm. I see that happening. I see the Western Conference, obviously not standings specific, but in the playoffs in general, I see those seven of eight teams remaining, and I see that the Lakers jumping up maybe to 3-4. Depending sure. on how AD plays, how much he plays, maybe even 2-3, maybe even 1. Yeah. No, that's valid. What do you think about the old Eastern Conference? The old Eastern Conference. Let's take a look at what we're working with. All right, one through eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna round them out. You tell me who's going out. You tell me who's going in, and then I will add my little my little opinion, which isn't worth the shit. Dude, All right, so it's not <laughs> Milwaukee number one. Probably I think, stays. I think they're staying. At stay one. one or two. They'll stay. Toronto. I think they'll drop down to maybe six, seven, but they're they're in. They're in. Depending there. if they blow up the team. They're in there because the East is so weak. Like they just have to be right. They're, they're, they Kyle are, Lowry, maybe Siakam takes. Siakam is dope. Forward. He's gonna be the man. And Marcus Saul still there. Serge Ibaka. Fred Van Fleet's fucking dope. Like that dude. And man. they're getting Abamayo. Uh, I can't even say what's that guy. Who's that? Abamayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say that. Bam. No, the other. I can't think of his name. But regardless, Who, they have where a did song. he play? He played in Toronto. He got hurt. He didn't play. It, it wasn't Bam by It was some other dude with some crazy ass African name. Right. He's gonna be on the team next year. I could see them okay. being still six seven. All right, so Philly, Philly could go up. They go to two. They go to. I, I love Al go. Horford. I, I love Al Horford. I think they go to two. Okay, but I'm not teasing. All right, Boston. Boston. Oh God, Boston's a big topic. I'm a Laker fan, so obviously I'm going to hate. Mm-hmm. This is in my blood. It's in my DNA. But yeah. speaking of Boston, I just I look at their team. They're very well rounded out. I think losing Al Horford is big. I don't think Enos Cantor's half the shit that he thinks he is or the rest of the league. And I don't hate him and his contract wasn't bad for his Boston. contract wasn't bad because he's not good. So that he's got what he's worth. 
I think Jalen Brown is what he is. I doubt he'll get better. I doubt he'll get worse. He's going to be what he is. And this is a big topic for me personally, the Jason Tatum deal. Everybody declared him the next great one. People were comparing him to Kobe Bryant. People were talking about how amazing he is and all his different skills. And Ah, man. Like, I don't like a rookie who comes in and does good and then maintains the exact same stats throughout for the sure. season. That, that I, people... But do you think that was, I mean... His playoffs were nice, right? We, are, we he, all talked about his that. one playoff. Season. I know it's one. Well, not this last year. He wasn't shit. But do we think that maybe like Kyrie signed him and they had to try? They had so many guys. Like they just had so many players on that team last year that maybe it stunned him. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I, it's fair enough, but Kyrie's personality may have stunned him, and they may have had that mentality of "we don't need you." Yeah, Kemba Walker's a very, very comparable player to Kyrie. He is a ball dominant For guard. Sure. He only shot thirty two percent from three last year. I understand that he was the focus of every opposing NBA team. I understand that he was the guy that was going to be the focus on the Hornets. They don't have anybody. Frank the Tank and Michael Kill Gilchrist. Like obviously, Harris, you know, <laughs> you're not tripping. That's the shittiest team. God, who so was their rookie they got last year? My, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. He's tight, but I mean, regardless, yeah. yeah. So Rozier is going to be a ball dominant guy. He's going to have to learn how to adjust as well. And Brad, this is what I was talking to about. So I met this Celtics fan at the dog park today, and he was decked out head to toe. My dumbass, that he had a hat Celtics, shirt Celtics, and like maybe sweatpants Celtics. So you punched him in the face, right? That's what I would have done. I couldn't be making the sweatpants part up. I don't know. Sounds about. But I was like, you know, we were talking and bullshit, and then he's like, listen. I just was like, do you think Terry Rozier's usage is going to be super high? And he's like, yeah, of course. And I was like, he's probably going to get 25 points off 26 shots. Like, that's what he's going to average <laughs> next year. Like, really, though, right? Yes, absolutely. Terry Rozier is one of those dudes who had one good playoff run and got paid out. Just I like know. JT. Jason Tatum's the same. He had one good playoff run under a phenomenal system with lots of good players around him. And yeah. all of a sudden, he's Kobe Bryant 2.0. Yeah. Like, I'm not having it. Like, it's just not sitting well with me. I mean, maybe he'll have a breakout year, but usually guys improve. And he has not improved. That dude was pissing me off today, too, because he was talking about how, you know, Jason Tatum is for sure going to be this solidified multi-year all-star, potentially an MVP one year. And, like, at the same note, he was talking shit about Brandon Ingram, like, saying he's not all that good. And I'm like, bro, like, I watch a lot of NBA, all teams, and that's something that can't be said. Like, if you – like, I understand you watch a lot of cl- uh, of Celtics games, right? Like, but – you're a homer, so keep that in mind. Be self-aware enough to notice that. And and watch some Lakers games every once in a while. Because Brandon Ingram, that dude can get to the cup with the best of them. Like, yes, I understand he's not strong and he's got some bulking up to do. But that fucker's got everything. Mid-range, his three came up, came along. Like, so many things. And I'm very upset to lose him. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been saying for a long time, as much as I like Kuz, as much as I like Kuz, I love that dude. Yeah, I always thought, man, I would love to keep Brandon as our third guy. If we got AD, that'd be cool. Let's move on. You'd rather have Kuz than, than Ingram? Or yeah. Ingram than Kuz? I mean, in hindsight, I mean, the, okay, I'm a homer, so obviously I'm going to sit there and back my team. But Kuzma fits really great with this team. He's you sure. know, a guy who's a great cutter. Brandon's kind of an ISO, ISO, ISO guy. Like, yeah. But that's the thing where I always get annoyed with when it comes to Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is a average NBA athleticism. He's athletic, don't get me wrong, but he's you know pretty solid, nothing mm-hmm. special. And 
where can he improve? He shot like 40% from three when he was a rookie. Yeah. He obviously has great footwork. He's he's great finisher on the rim. He can hit floaters. He has everything to his game, and he's averaging what, like 15 yeah, points like 15, per game? Yeah, yeah 15 points per game off, you know, a solid like 48, 49%, you know, field goal percentage. Brandon Ingram has zero floater. Oh yeah, zero touch around the rim. Yeah, mid range game is solid. Three point game not great. Not great. He's obviously just an ISO player, so he has so much more room to grow. And he draws fucking fouls, and that's an important stat, dude. Like, if you can get to the free throw line, that's big time. Like, that means you're gonna be a star. Bottom line. Yeah. All right, hold on. We're getting off topic again. We're talking about the fucking East, and we're bringing up Brandon Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Toronto, we said, is kicking down. Philly's going number two. Boston, you never gave me a stat. Like, Boston will stay. They'll stay they're around where they are. But they're a first, the second round exit. Pacers were five, bro. Pacers were five. That's they got, they're bringing back Oladipo. Oh, they got yeah, Ricky Malcolm Rubio. Brogdon. Malcolm Bro. Oh, my no, goodness. No, Ricky Rubio went to the Suns. Oh, did he? Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. I've been telling all my friends. They might, they might, Malcolm they Brogdon. might flip up to the third. Dude, dude Malcolm Brogdon is a extremely underrated player. Dude's a 50-40-90 guy. Yep. He's a guy who can play off ball. He can play on ball. And had to pay, play fourth to fifth fiddle. So, like, have this guy step up to the second best player on the team, potentially, right? Yep. Miles Turner, Sabonis. Like, they got they so, got a team. I love oh, it. Yeah. yeah. So, let do you think three? Ah, they'll be around the same. Somewhere high, high top half. Probably have host a home court. High, probably host a first-round playoff court. series. All right, Brooklyn with Kyrie, KD probably being out. Of I could see that blowing up in their face. Yeah, I could see them. I mean, I don't mean, get me wrong; they'll be, they'll be in the playoffs. But like, all you need in the East is one superstar. Let's be honest. Yeah. Who the fuck did the Magic have? They were number seven. Yo, last year. fucking Vucevic, dog. No, that's Vucevic, DJ Augustine. Give me some atrocious. of that. I'll go play on. Not one. really. No, he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, so Brooklyn staying there. Yeah, I mean, probably staying there, maybe going up a little bit. I think, I think Toronto's going to go down. Keep in mind, keep in mind, Karis LeVert was hurt damn near all year. Yep, yep. Okay, he's coming back. He's nice. Spencer's nice. You know, they have a good defensive long team now without D'Angelo being there. I'm just I, I'm just confused on how DeAndre Jordan's going to fit. Like, you already have Jared Allen. I know. They're the same player. Like, what do you – is Jared Allen Jared just up now? I guess he's that's just going joke. to the bench. I would trade Jared Allen first. Yeah, get some assets. You got DJ. He's nice. DeAndre Jordan's got a four-year deal. Like, he's there, whether you like it or not. I know. That's, you might have well – That probably was a bad decision. I think so, but it was just a buddy decision. They want to play with their buddies. That's the whole Brooklyn concept. Oh, DeAndre Jordan, Kyrie, and KD are all butt buddies. Let's play on the same team. Durr. I suppose. All right, so the Magic – are they falling out? Who's going up? Magic have to fall They're out. They're falling I mean, the out. Heat Miami's going, going up. up. Okay, boom. That's the one. I like the Hawks a lot. Who the Hawks have now? The Hawks got Cam Reddish in the draft. Okay. They got Jarrett Culver, right? Or did they get DeAndre Hunter? No, DeAndre Hunter went to – I don't know. Because the Hawks got our four pick. Did they get? I think they got DeAndre Hunter. Okay. Yeah, us very knowledgeable Laker fans definitely know how the East is going right now. <laughs> but – um. Really? Regardless, they got a solid rookie at number four, and they got Cam Reddish at ten. And John Collins is very good. And they, who's their? They brought in a center too, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I like the Hawks team. I love Trey Young. Are they going top eight though? Detroit's trash, dude. Blake Griffin's always been garbage. John Andre Drummond cannot score unless it's a dunk. Okay, but okay, I got it. 
So Orlando's out. So you're saying Detroit goes out? I think Orlando, Orlando takes the jump. No, over they, the they, Wizards. Wizards, no, Wizards aren't. Go, go, go down. Cleveland the Knicks. No. I like, I like the no. Knicks. Dude, okay, listen. Eight spot is Detroit. I think seven eight. Orlando and Detroit are falling out. I think Hawks. That's my bold prediction. Hawks oh, and Heat go up. God. All right. What do I think? Not the Hornets. Fuck. It's hard. You think Terry Rozier can lead him to a chip, man? No. I think I think the Wizards will go number eight. Is John Wall coming back midseason or what's his No, nope, he tore his Achilles. Slipping in his kitchen halfway through last year. That dude's out. But isn't that that's all year? Is that, is that they're gonna sit? What are they gonna bring them back halfway through the year potentially? If you go, if they're like doing all right, hovering around five hundred, right? You think the right. Wizards all hover around five hundred with, not, with Dwight Howard? Howard? Or no, no, he got he's traded. Martin Gortat is he still there? I have no idea. I That's what I'm saying. I don't know their team. Let's see what we got. Let's click on him. Right Otto or Kelly or what's his name? It's Otto. God, Otto Porter. They gave him hundred million dollars. No, they gave him like hundred and thirty. That's bold. All right. Ariza, is he still there? No, Trevor's gone. Where'd he go? I don't know, but he's gone. Okay, Bradley. Oh, I love Thomas Bryant. Yeah, dude. So Thomas is their starter. Sam Decker. Sam Decker is kind of nice, dude. Okay. Jeff Green. All right, kind of uh, nice. Jabari? Yeah. Jabari's a free agent. He still hasn't gone. Jabari Park? Yeah, he hasn't been signed either. That's crazy. Is Wesley still there at the Wesley? Wing? No, I think he's It doesn't matter if Wesley Johnson's there. He won't play. And then John Wall. Bobby Portis is Thomas gone. Sadoransky, can't forget about him. I just I did. I literally <laughs> said his name and I forgot about him. Like, what is that? All right. What's we're, a Thomas Sadorowski? We were going to talk about – oh, shit. We have one minute left. Okay. Bold predictions on who wins it all next year. What's the Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals look like? And what does the, the finals look like and who wins it all? Ready, Homer? Ready. What do you got? I think Milwaukee's coming out of the East. Okay. They got a year under their belt. They took Toronto to six. Yeah. I mean, Toronto's obviously going to drop off. I think Toronto's going in. The Western Conference, I don't got a fucking clue. Really? I have no idea. Bold prediction. Western? No, no, no. No, okay. Hold on. I said Eastern Conference Finals quickly. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals, Milwaukee, and bold prediction, Indiana. Milwaukee, Indiana. Not a chance. Okay. Love it. All right. Western Conference? Western Conference. Lakers, Clippers, baby. Yeah, of course. Okay. And then who wins it all? Who makes it out? Who is the finals look like? Straight from Selco. You're with Travis Grimes. Oh, you have 10 seconds. Lakers are going to win it, baby. Okay, you guys. Hey, thanks for listening to Business Sports and Bullshit. Appreciate y'all. Episode three, business, sports, and bullshit. Last time, sports oh, bullshit. Business, sports, bullshit. Last time we talked, free agency was about to start. It has begun. Obviously, been a couple days. Man, Did we also talked about culture. That was pretty dope. Well, what are you talking about? Culture. We had a culture. Really good conversation about culture in the workplace and at home and everyday life. No, absolutely. I feel like a fucking idiot because. I specifically remember talking about – oh, let me turn this off. I specifically remember talking about Kawhi not coming to the Lakers and how dumb that would be for his legacy. And I kind of think still maybe it would be, but these analysts are talking talking, uh, you know, talking me into the idea, so I'm pumped about it. Uh, regardless, I'm not going to say no to the three best fucking players in the league on my team, you know. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie but, on the Nets. How wild is that? But hold on. Okay. Let's go back to fucking Lakers. Yeah. 
if Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, they're going to the finals. Oh, they're winning. They're, right? they're, they're going. No, they're to, winning, dude. They're well, winning. they're probably going to win. No, they would win. Like what right now, they might go to the finals with the team they have right now. What if uh, LeBron gets injured? I mean, yeah, I feel you. What if there's a plenty of what ifs and everything? I mean, for example, the Warriors would have won this year. But Kevin Durant got injured. Like, you know what I mean? mean? That's all relative, bro. Clay got injured, too. Exactly. So, I mean, you can't really say that. But with that lineup on paper, they're hands down, man's down winning the fucking finals, regardless. And potentially, even with just LeBron and AD and whoever the fuck they decide to bring LeBron to win. You could bring LeBron, AD, and a bunch of fucking college D1 players, bro. Like, Straight up, just NBA ready bodies. That's wild. What if JR came? <laughs> He's supposed to. Do you think it's a smart move? Though? I don't care. Yeah, it really doesn't matter who the other guys are. If you can shoot a three every once in a while, play some decent defense, you're fine. Like, it doesn't really sure. matter. Straight up. Like, JR can shoot that. Yeah, three. he can shoot a three. He can play a little D. Not amazing. He's a little boneheaded, sure, but. He did some good stuff. Like when they won the finals in 2015 against the Warriors and came back from the 3 1 lead, like JR did some good shit straight up. So he cannot be discredited for what he's done. You did, know? Did you ever watch any of the women's soccer game? Did you watch the last one? I did. I, I saw that the girl like sit through a little tea. And oh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. I don't know. I didn't see nothing really. Why? What happened? Well, it was fucking dope because look at that play. Look at that. Oh, is that, that was a, is that, that was a pen, penalty right there. Hold on. And like, Nobody knows what we're talking about. Well, we're talking about the, the women's USA versus the England game mm-hmm. uh, that just happened about a day ago on Tuesday. Quarterfinals with, for the Women's uh, World Cup. Mm-hmm. And they beat the English team, but they had a penalty. And the goalie fucking that was super kept cool. it out. Good for that. Hope girl. Solo who? Wait, so Hope Solo's not the goalie? Is she old no. now? No, she's not. You What's know what happened with her? Not really. Oh, my God, bro. So what wow. happened with her, she had a, be- a bunch of domestic violence charges. So they got rid of her? her? Basically, bro. No way. How I old is she? 29. Damn. 28. Everybody loved her, too. Everybody. That's yeah, a sick ass name. That's why. Pretty hot. Hope Solo. That's a cool name. Hope dude. Solo. Fuck. That's tough. Yeah. I didn't know she got that's, booted. That's well. That's basically what happened. Damn. The, the U.S. don't say that, but that's what happened. Okay. Okay. You know, just like in in politics and all that bullshit. Is there like a women's MLS? Is that a thing? Yeah, there is. So is she playing that? Yeah, no. she plays it. What do they make a year? You think? Dog shit. Not dog shit. Like, I mean dog shit. Like I bet that my salary is better than no the twentieth best player in that league. Not the best. Well, twenty. All right, that's it. Look at look at that. Go ahead. You can talk while I'm going. You got it. Women's man. But do you think the the women's team should get paid as much as the men's team? At this point, yeah, for sure. Because bro, they're fucking about to win the whole thing. Wait, how do you give that money to them? How do you give it to them? What do you mean? Like from like jersey sales or anything like that? Dude. Oh, my God. What? Give me the lowdown. Give me the lowdown. 
So each of the nine clubs, there's nine clubs, will be permitted to pay a total of, a total, keep in mind, between all the players, of 421500 to the players on its roster for the upcoming season. So let's say roughly there's what, 16 players probably? Probably. All right, so 421 divided by 16. Twenty-six fucking thousand dollars a year, bro. It said that's what I'm saying. That sucks, dude. Like, fuck that. Why would you play that shit? There's so many of these players getting paid two hundred million dollars to play for their. Oh yeah, it's fucking crazy. Not for a year, but after five years, not a year's contract. Yeah, like like the 19 year old or Portugal player. What's that Atletico just picked up. What's his? It's $128 million. After how many years? Or how many years, though? Euros. Well, yeah, Euros. So how many years? Five years, 120? I don't even know. That was so that's transfer. not 120. That's a transfer. Oh, yeah. because Yeah, no, that's that doesn't mean he's seeing none of that money, bro. That means that they pay that to the other club. But he gets something. No, he doesn't get nothing of that. No one so? gets shit of that. But the fucking the clubs, the clubs, bro. It's like, okay, you want my guy? You gotta throw me a hundred fucking million dollars. Like that's what a transfer fee is. That's fucked up, isn't it? But then it's like, all right, cool. I'll pay you a smooth four years, eighty million euros. Then you, that means twenty million a year. That's what it means. Four years, eighty million. Yeah, that's true. Eighty divided by four. But like, I'm easy on top of it. This kid is just getting so much publicity. I don't even know that guy. I never heard that guy. What's his name? He's from Portugal? He's from Portugal. So he plays with Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldo's Portuguese. He's been on the 21U team. Oh, damn. Playing for them. So he's about to be, he's supposed to be the next guy? I guess. The next guy, though? I guess so, bro. Or is there anybody else coming up better? Well, I don't, I don't know much about the young youth that's coming up. I only know about Mbappe and He's, Rashford. Yeah, and those are Rashford got a right decent now. check, didn't he? Yeah, he got a decent check. Five. He got a. What did he get? Extension paid? until twenty twenty three, and I think it was like thirty five mil a year. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's for soccer, bro. I mean, yeah, bro, that's the biggest sport in the world. Like, don't even say it like that. Soccer's hard, dude. Like, soccer's fucking hard. When I see those guys, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, you ever, those balls aren't that heavy. So you kick it and they just sail over the net. How do you keep it down, you know? And like, how do you come up, time a a cross and hit a header into a goal? Like, it's wild the things that those guys can do. Just a lot of precision, you know, in a skills game. And this dude, Pulisic, 21 years old, fucking guy. Going to Chelsea. That's chilling. Got a $70 million transfer. The biggest transfer in U.S. history to any kind Who of club. Who else have we even had that was around playing in Howard. Euro League? Howard? Yeah, that would be the next. That's the goalie, think, right? Yeah, that's the goalie. I think he had like 15 mil. Damn. Something like that. Maybe that's 25. 15? I'm not, I'm not really sure, but that's my guess. Roughly. I got you. So, okay. But it's just... Honey, how you doing? You chilling tonight? Yes, you are. We're talking my dog. Oh, very special episode podcast. Reason it's special is because I feel like every episode of a podcast I ever listen to, 
they say that, so I wanted to hear <laughs> it. But secondly, this is our first podcast that we've done at my house, so that's cool. Hopefully it turns out all right and worth the shit. But, um, man, me and Ryan were just fucking talking and bullshitting about, like, you know, we can have conversations, like, off podcasts, and it's the same thing, right? Like, no one's listening to this shit anyways, but, like, something about, like, potentially one or two people might listen to this. And you and get it just, something from it, you know? Potentially, you yeah, get that's something what, from it. That's where I'm coming It from. just feels like you're, like, you're on stage a little bit. Like, you're, you're performing. And not, I mean, I don't feel like I'm performing. I feel like I'm just shooting the shit. But, like, it does feel that way in a sense, doesn't it? True. Yeah. I really feel that same kind of feeling because I'm just going off uh, just bullshit talk with my bud, you know? And just, like, bouncing different ideas off one another and trying to better ourselves in our personal lives and work life and just having fun at it, talking mm-hmm. about sports, talking about different bullshit. Like, remember, remember the time where <laughs> we thought of the brilliant idea of getting a bunch of hot, or what is it? Icy hot. Oh, God. <laughs> and we dared each other rubbing on our dicks. <laughs> what a stupid idea. Was that Stevie's idea? I think it was Stevie's, bro. I bet That it was, was horrible. Oh, my God. Worst experience <laughs> ever. That's just being a teenager, dude. That's just being 17, 16, and being dumb as fuck. Oh, just figuring God. out, like... Yeah, we did stupid ass shit. We thought it was funny and cool to drink some beers and <laughs> start rapping yeah. to each other. But it, it, rapping and freestyling and just same random shit kind of helps you in a personal way. You know what I'm saying? Why do you say that? Well, just like having a different conversation with an employer member. You know, just having that. Just thinking of getting really your brain fast. working, yeah. and your synapses like, firing. Okay. So, like for me, for instance, like somebody approaches me and, at my work, yeah, a member at Costco, mm-hmm. and I have to talk to them. Yeah, they they're coming to me. They're thinking I'm a supervisor. I know my shit around the store. And yeah, know I'm educated on different stuff, and I can help them out and get them out the door with a. Smile on their face. That's my goal. Okay. So, like, I'm having a little conversation, and they say something negative about something. I have to instantly change their train of thought. Right, so, what's an example? You gotta fucking give me a story, bro. Like, what's an example of that? Like, so what's the person say it's negative? So, let's say I had this member to come up to me. Very vicious look on her face. Very vicious. Yeah. Like. Oh, this person disrespected me. So she comes up to me mm-hmm. right after she got checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, the cashier is jabbing, saying stuff, and then the member saying stuff, and I had to solve the situation. I was walking past. I was actually had to do another thing. Well, what was but the lady saying, though? The cashier and the member were just jabbering at each other. They were bitching at each other? Or the... The, the cashier was just actually like, yes, I did give you a box. Like, 
but like sarcastically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I dissolved the So you rolled up there and then what? Happened? Yeah. So I had a conversation with the, the member. Okay. And just, I don't know. So what did the lady say when you came up to her? She was like, this cashier was so disrespectful and very rude. I'm just trying to get in and out with a positive attitude and a friendly manner. And she would disrespect me and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, man, I'm really sorry about that. But like. That's a tough one, dude. I know. That's a tough one. I was like, ma'am, I'm going to help you out. Let me help you out. Yeah. That's what I said to her. I was just like, try to get her on a path of, hey, I'm going to help you out. Trust me. Okay. So the trust factor, and you have to give the the eyes. You you always have to look (laughs) them in the eyes. Like a, a tactic that I started using is if I make eye contact to you, like if I had to make a sale yeah. on like upgrading somebody, yeah. I give them the eyes. Like I feel you. you. You feel me. I feel you. You have like sales like over, like over the phone. So it's a little bit different process and everything. For but sure. like I use the eye tactic, mm-hmm. like just to close the deal. And closing the deal can escalate or not escalate. Which I did for that member, which I was. So you're hoping ideally it doesn't escalate, of course. Bro, I don't even know. Like straight up, like I, that's a tough ass situation to be in. Like, what what do you think you do? I don't know, because I'm thinking about like, all right, obviously I want to make sure that the member. Another people are like, yeah, of course, people are looking at it. Yeah, and then you're like, no manager around, so you're thinking like, you know, I mean, I would. I would figure it out, bro. Like, I don't know. It would just have to be like, I'm very much like, all right, if I'm in a situation, I'm going to figure it out. I don't dwell on things too much, but I just let it play out. So for myself, I guess if I'm thinking about it, this is what I would be thinking. Like, oh shit, I want to keep the member happy. A, I got people staring at me and B, I don't want to make my cashier look like a jackass because they will also work for me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like all that shit's kind of processing in my mind. I guess I would be like, man, look, here's the deal. So, look, I, you know, I definitely understand what we'll do is I'll, I'll take care of you specifically. Um, you know, I don't think my cashier was trying to to, to be negative to you or anything like that. So let me just take care of you for right now, and then I'll let her get back on her way and greatly apologize for the inconvenience. Something like that. I definitely would not be like, I'm sorry about my cashier's attitude. Fuck that, bro, because, like, I always feel like, yes, I want to make the member happy, but no, I'm not going to talk shit on my employees because I know my employees. I'm about them, and I'm just going to say, hey, look, I apologize that, you know, there was a disagreement here. Let me take care of you, and I'll get out in front of the trenches and get out in front of it. But fuck sure. that. I'm not talking shit on my yeah. employee, bro. Well, I'm not saying – and I know you didn't say that. I'm just saying that's probably how I would approach it. But <clears throat> I feel you, bro. That's a tough ass – that's a tough thing to do. So what I ended up doing – is like I use the tactic of just being apologetic. So I'm just saying, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really sorry about that about that, ma'am. Um, I'm here to help you, and I really I really give them that eye contact, like just giving them that respect mm-hmm. of like I give a shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. Like that's a lot of. But you don't need to do all day, that, bro. Like, but in my I, opinion, I know 
you might not have to do that, but mm. I, I felt like in a leadership and a management role, people respect that kind of. They do, dude. But I don't know. I just. It seems like because if you were, if you went up there and you're like, okay, this lady's being a bitch, right? Is that how you felt, or did you feel like you're? Did you feel well, a little bit of? I, did, I just got jumped into the situation. Yeah, you got jumped. I was walking casually. And yeah, you then, jumped into the situation damn, like instantly. And they're just in a disagreement, and you're like, hey, okay, ma'am. So I wouldn't even ask what's going on. I'd just be like, all right, ma'am, look, look. You know what? It seems like there's something going on. How can I help well, you? Well, but she wanted to do her release and of like course. get her anger out. Wolf with the release, bro. But you, know? you just have to let it. You just got to take it. No, well, in this situation, I feel you. That was like, I was the only one around. There's no managers. I did call over a manager at one point. Yeah. But, and then I disregarded it. But then, because like I didn't have to have that situation come about because I made that member happy and I got him out. But then out you got to think about you're letting him release in front of a bunch of other clients. You know what I'm saying? So that's not a great look either. And you're letting him release in front of your person that they're talking probably shit about right in front of them. So like that's all bad, bro. Like you just want to be like, hey, look, hey, I get it. There's some sort of altercation here. You know, I'll talk to my person. But like, how can I help you right now? And then fucking approach it and just make – don't make a, a mountain out of a molehill. That's what I hate about my team. Like if they ever do that and someone's bitching and moaning about, I don't know how to use points, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, calm down. Like understand why they can't use points. Inquire a little bit. Well, why? When's the last time you came and did one of these updates? Like why aren't you able to use anything? Because you, you're not educated. You're not informed on it. I'm not saying that applies in this. But I'm just saying there's ways to mull over shit that people make big mm-hmm. in a nice fucking manner, bro. Yeah, that's And true. especially – I feel you on that. Okay. And especially in a way where you got clientele and, like, your own agent watching you behind you. Because that shit sucks, bro. That's what I was saying. I feel you. Like, that does sound like a shitty. But, yeah, man, that's that's a that's cool. But life, that's, like, a major thing that's happened after. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, above and beyond <sighs> – I was keep talking, Ryan. I'm gonna grab you real quick. Sorry, I put you on the spot. No, it's all right. I was gonna tell him about that story about uh, what kind of story? Oh, that's (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah. Hey, how do you keep that nice little beard going right now? All the time, yeah. You always have that beard. Never like take it off ever. Oh, like you think like if I don't even shave it, or I just I don't. Do you clean it up or what do you Yeah. Do? Yeah, bro. Of course. So like right now I just have a uh Costco clippers, bro. Hold on, that's probably chilling. I just have um God dang it. Hold on guys, we're logging in real quick. Jeez Louise. Sports 69, dude. So I got these clippers at Costco. Shout out to you, dude. Uh, Nicole got them for me, but they have like guards. So I always just throw it on like a seven guard and bring it down once a week. That's it. And because uh, sometimes oh, the hairs right. get scraggly, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And then I got to shave my head too, all that. So it's like, but that's all that has. I was telling Ryan today. So we got two new hires in at work and I hired them both, but we kind of have a solid ass team. And I wasn't pumped. 
like I'm not pumped to bring him on right now because our team's good, and I just don't want to deal with any more fucking bullshit. Like straight up, even though I felt like it was a good time to hire him, you know, we just fired two top producers because they were fucking whack and yeah, kind of you know just shitty attitudes. We, we had that conversation. I know, I know, I know. We had that conversation, so I'm not gonna touch on it. But <clears throat> so we hire him on, and this one lady, she's on the phone for not five fucking minutes, and. I'm like, oh, shit, she's closing one. So she's kind of stumbling, and we work through a system called Salesforce, which if you know sales, it's basically like the prototypical business-to-business, business-to-customer sales um, website. So she's fumbling through it, and I was like, hey, Jen, let me take this over for you. I'll help you out. And I talked to the lady. I'm like, hey, ma'am, you know, this is Jen's first phone call, actually. Uh, She's doing a good job, right? Yeah, cool. All right, well, look, I'm going to help finish this, and we'll set up your owner update so you can get some information. And she's like, well, actually, I'm looking to sell my timeshare. And I'm like, fuck. I knew it was too too good to be true. But I knew I could flip her because I'm just fucking good. I'm like, I'm good at selling and shooting your bullshit. Yeah, you've always been good at that shit. (laughs) So I'm like talking to her, and I'm like, uh I was like, man, look, here's the deal. So what's what's been the problem? Like, what's going, what's going on? She's like, well, I don't know how to use your exchange company. And so I'm eating a, a fucking peanut at the same time, an M&M peanut, and I'm starting to choke. And I'm trying to explain to her what that we're not using the same exchange company. I'm like, <clears throat> and I'm like, man, hold on one sec. So I take like 30 seconds, clear my throat, get back on the phone, and I start fucking coughing up a storm again as I'm explaining. I'm like, <clears throat> and she's like, don't worry about it. She's like, take your time, son. Like, being all nice. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? So yeah, I get yeah, back yeah. off the phone another two minutes. At least. This lady waited on hold for two fucking minutes for me to cough. I get back on the phone. I'm like, all right, ma'am. So what I was trying to say, <clears throat> I start coughing again. And I was like, Eddie. So I called my lead agent. I was like, hey, ma'am, listen, my agent's going to help you take this over. But he closed it, long story short, but it was a fucking shit show. That was, it was a funny story. story. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was it was uh it was embarrassing. And right in front of my new agent that I barely knew, and she's like, Are you okay? <laughs> oh. You're supposed to be my boss? Yeah. Are you choking? <laughs> you literally choking. I feel like <laughs> I always wonder that, bro. Like I always wonder when we grab new people, like because once you know me, you know me, and you're like, cool, like he's a chill boss. In in my opinion, like I feel like I'm transparent. You know, my culture is very good. Very good. Like, I'm transparent. I They know what I need. They know what I expect of them. But also, I'm down to fuck around. Like, if we're having good, you know, if we're selling, I'm down to fuck around. I don't care. So, when new people get me, like, you know, new people work for me, I think they're like, fucking, hey, this dude's different, you know? Yeah. And I think it's cool, too, you know? Like, especially because we get a lot of older people. And they're just probably like, wow, he's really laid back. But on the same note, like this lady at my work today, you know, she disclosed some information from me on an email and I ripped up another person by email because I didn't have all that information. And then I come to find out that I was wrong because she disclosed that information and I ripped her the fuck up in front of everybody. And I was like, Lauren, if you ever do that shit again, I swear you're done. Like that was ridiculous. I need better communication out of you and like you will be gone. And like everyone's like, oh fuck, you know, like I'll do that too. There's shit that you gotta be serious about, dude. Like, and I was hot, bro. Like she was like, 
and I'm like I'm talking right now nonchalant and mellow, but I was fucking pissed, dude. But I, it's not; it's few and far between. Like I'll correct if I have to. Generally, like behind closed doors. But at that time, I was like, no. Like here's what it is. Grow the fuck up and figure it out. I need True. to be on all your yeah, emails, yeah. you know. So it's just like, I don't know, gut calls, judgment calls, all that, dude. It's wild. Man. Like you know, management's crazy. <laughs> management's crazy. Why are we doing? Because like, we think we. It is fun. Is it fun, sir? Is it fun? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. I, I enjoy it. I like. I, I just love growing people. You know? Yeah, that's what it is. That's like my major goal, and I want to be a warehouse manager mm-hmm. just so I can touch every single individual. That's over five hundred people. Like, well, if, I can, if I can touch those five hundred people, and those five hundred people can touch one more. How, one thousand people, yeah, yeah, and so on and so forth. So that would be so dope. What would you? How would you? Would you have time to talk to them all? You think? Probably, at least having a little like five ten minute dialogue. Yeah, maybe not every day, but like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not every day, every once in a while. It's like a warehouse manager. He or she is one of the most busiest people in the warehouse at a time yeah it's crazy like they're just answering emails getting phone calls looking at numbers doing all this other kind of shit mm-hmm. like going on to the floor looking and be like hey uh why isn't uh wine dropped we have five like holes missing mm-hmm. why in the heck is this happening and then all of everybody just freaks out they have this that oh, much so, effect yeah, of yeah, yeah. touching people. Oh, you so know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If they're like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Then yeah. they're like, "Oh shit, they're tripping." Yeah, like that's instantly. Cool. I mean, yeah, that's cool. That that's that's my objective. Like, I already have a mindset and a like a vision of the perfect Osteo, and I want to provide that. And so, what is it? I mean, what's like the perfect culture? Like, have you thought of that? Perfect culture of Costco, I believe, is everybody is working as a team. Everybody has each other's back. Yeah, but I know that though. It's just building it from the roots. So I'm the root. So I'm, but I'm going to be in charge of each and every single root, Mm -hmm. and I'll try to affect it. In the best manner there that I can. But well, how do you I'm teach people? Like, how do you teach them that? How I teach them that? Yeah. I start with my my AGMs. So I touch each one of these AGMs, and this is how what I want to portray my warehouse, mm-hmm. and this is how you're going to get it done. So I tell each and every one of them what I want. Those three have a lot of power too. So they're going to tell their senior managers what they want, whatever chance we're going to get rid of you in a blink of an eye. It was like, this happens a lot, a, a lot over time. So that's in my mindset of trying to touch every single one of those. Mm-hmm. And then moving on to the man, junior managers, having them touch the supervisors and trying to make them grow. 
but I want everybody just like a whole warehouse just growing and moving on and getting better yeah, bro, in life. I feel you like, okay, you could tell them what you want your culture to be like teamwork and stuff, but like that's hard to but I know it's hard, but it's a challenge. That's I that's know, the challenge that I want to take on. You have bro. to have a strategy, bro. That's I do I'm, have. What do you think I'm trying to do right I'm now? Asking you what it is. That's what I'm asking. You. What's my strategy? Yes, to make the culture that you want. Having my name, that I have the best work ethic. I have the best drive. I have the best touch of bringing people up, like people that don't even think that they're going to become supervisors and managers and making them become supervisors and managers and then growing them up. And I appreciate it. We got to end this because it's business, sports, sports and, and bullshit. bullshit. Teaser alert.